Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast. Today, folks, I'm on my own. I'm going to do a podcast about sports. I'm going to try to talk about the NFL football games this week, October 8th through October 9th. And it's going to be a very interesting podcast. Hopefully, it's not going to be dry and boring because that'd be awful. Right, so first time listeners, I am Crazy Dre. I got a nickname by because I used to say crazy stuff by my friends, say that you're crazy, Dre. So that's kind of how that story gets started. Uh, I turned into a podcaster because I wanted to speak my mind. Uh, A lot of times, people with disabilities don't get the opportunity to speak what they have in store in their brains. So this is my way of spitting my game, um, uh, talking about things I want to talk about, politics, sports, football, baseball, whatever you want to call it. So I'm going to start with the NFL. I'm going to go backwards to the college football because it's noon and the game's already on and it's just basically be pointless to talk about what I think and what's going to happen in the college football world. I may go back to college football, the 3.30 games, but again, this is high noon. We have uh, Ohio State and Maryland, and there's already an upset boring up a little bit. Ohio State gave up a turnover. Maryland runs down the field, throws a touchdown, and now Maryland's up 7-0. Saying that, I don't want to give you the... The, uh, the run around, but we're going to start with the NFL. So, here we go. Sunday morning football in London. This is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people that can skip church or the temple or the mass or whatever they have to do. Just go to church. You should go to church. Don't know why I'm saying that. I don't go to church. I'm just telling you to go to church. So, Jaguars in the Bills. Jacksonville Jaguars and Buffalo Bills, uh, 3-1. Buffalo Jaguars, 2-2. Two two. Uh, Jaguars seem to be playing real well right re- recently. Uh, when they're in uh, over the pond, they play phenomenal. Uh, I don't know if it's, the, if it's the British people or the European people that they play real good for. Maybe Jacksonville is not a place for them to play football anymore because it's boring for them. I don't know. But here we go. So I would go, well, here, I'll, I'll talk about this. I'll go with the line. It's five and a half points for Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo will, they need to cover at least six points. Saying that, I think this game could be a 1-13 game for people to pick Jacksonville. Or you could go... Buffalo Bills, 1-13. Josh Allen is playing better than he did in the first week. Uh, It seems like, I think the running game is in a struggle moment for them. Uh, If you don't have a stabilizing uh, running back who can gain about at least 80 yards per game or at least have 100 yards per per team I think that would help the Buffalo Bills 
quite incredibly. Um, Jacksonville, you know, Jacksonville is a really difficult team to 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 bet against or bet for because you don't know which team's going to show up. By saying that, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he's 96 for 145, 143, 943 yards for a touchdown, two interceptions. You know, if you're a fantasy football guy, you 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 love this kid. He's going to be the next phenomenon. I think he's probably going to be better than Mahomes in the long run just because he won't get hit like Mahomes will. So I think if you can stay in the pocket longer, not run around, you you like you have a chance. Uh, Josh Allen's got four interceptions, two, nine touchdowns, uh, 101 for 135, 1,000 yards over. So that's going to be a, a, a good game to watch. Uh, I'm kind of pulling for Josh Allen because I want him to win a Super Bowl. I like Buffalo Bills. I, I, I'm pulling for them because they won. As I was growing up, I watched the Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills kept losing. And I know they lost to the Redskins one year. So, go Buffalo. Uh, ESPN's got Buffalo Bills winning 79% of the chance. But remember, Jacksonville Jaguars plays really well in England. So, we'll go to the next game. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. Um, uh, You know, you got Texans and the Falcons. Two and two teams, both of them. C.J. Strom is playing better. He's getting used to the system that 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 he's under as a pro athlete. Uh, I know I give him a lot of crap for being an Ohio State uh, alumni, but saying that, you know, you kind of hope that all rookies do a pretty good job, or at least have a good career. I mean. It, I don't want anyone to be complete losers. So there you have it. I said it. I'm trying to be nice to CJ Strom. This game is, uh, the line is one and a half points. Uh, Over under is 41 and a half. I would actually, I would actually pick this game for, uh, I would almost go the over under and go the under. Because I don't, I just, well, you know what? I'm wrong. I would go over because both these teams probably don't have good defense. So you probably want to go over 41 points. Would I take this game, Texas, over the Falcons? I wouldn't touch this game unless you know something that I don't know. But I should at least talk about, I should at least talk about, um, the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think it's fair to put both guys on the platform. Um, Mr. Ritter is 74 for 119, 744 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. You know, that's 
But that's what's going to do it for you. That's how you're going to lose games if you keep throwing in interceptions and making mistakes. So to talk about that, that's going to be something that I'm still surprised that uh, ESPN has the Atlanta Falcons winning 52% over 47% over Houston. I would almost go with Houston because I think Mr. Ritter is not that great of a quarterback. Uh, C.J. Strom, again, I already talked about him. Six touchdowns, no interceptions. I think that's a record for a rookie quarterback for so many weeks. So, for no interceptions. So, again, that's the Big Ten for you. Um, kind of surprised he's doing that good. Uh, the other guy that's not doing so good is uh, uh, Bryce Young, and he's playing against Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit Lions is a is a home team. They play real well on home, at home. I'm, I'm going to say this. I think the defense plays real well at the at away games and home games. I think our quarterback G, uh, Jared Goff is a home is a home. He plays better at home. God, I don't know why I can't get that through my mouth. So, he plays better at home. He plays awful on the road. He, I'm looking at him to be giving me a lot more points than, than, than 11 points that he did last week. He did not do very well for me. I was, I was very lucky that I won. And I'm from that point, you know, if Jared Goff does another Shaban job or Bummer job. I might have to find a new quarterback. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of quarterbacks out there. So, but I do think that he's going to be a franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's going to last for two and a half years, three years in Detroit uh, with a new rookie quarterback that we have. Um, I think um, um, Bridgewater being the backup quarterback is going to be instrumental. And now development of our rookie quarterback, Henderson, I think his name is. Don't quote me. I'm trying to do this as fast as I can on this podcast. It's very amateur for me to do this this way. But my uh, my team decided not to show up to help me do this podcast. So they have the over-under is 44 points for Detroit and the Panthers, nine and a half points for Detroit to win by they need to win by 10 I would almost go well against Bryce Young I mean look if you're not going to start um, Andrew Dalton I think Andrew Dalton's on that team if you're not going to start Andrew Dalton you're going to be in a hoop a lot of trouble I really do I really think that Bryce Young is way too young I don't think it's smart of them to play him. Um, I do think that, again, I'm going back and forth a little bit, so bear with me in, in this game. I think the up, upbeat about this game for Detroit is David Montgomery. Uh, five touchdowns. It seemed like someone talked to him uh, two weeks ago and said, you need to buck up or, or ship out. This is kind of the thing I was worried about about Montgomery, his his inability 
to keep playing regular season without getting hurt or missing games. So he had a good game against against oh my god, Green Bay Packers. I almost forgot that game. He had a good game against Green Bay Packers, but I want to see and if he can do a back-to-back performance, keeping himself on the field, playing well, I want to see it. Sam Brown might get might be hurt. He might be on the injured. Uh, he might not play for Detroit. So we have a, uh, a second-year uh, wide receiver coming out, Williamson, um, gambling thing and Jeng that he was into last year, suspended for six games. Uh, don't hold him for anything that you don't think that a rookie wide receiver should be able to do. Uh, coming off an ACL injury, so this would be a very, a very interesting way to look at it to see if he's ready. Um, it's going to least, I think it's going to at least take him about four weeks. No, maybe at least two to three weeks to get used to the speed of the NFL and have the game slow down for him. So bear with them. Uh, again, ESPN has Detroit 72, 77% chance of winning. I don't see how they won't win this game. It's not it's not in Carolina that they that they, they, they lost last year. It was it was a game that last year Detroit should have won. Um, the weather was not was not warm enough, I guess I would say, for Detroit. Uh, Tennessee Titans and the Colts. You know, this game is a little bit more surprising. The rookie quarterback for the Colts is playing well. He's coming off the second week of of concussion protocol. He seems to be the man right now. I I'm I'm flabbergasted by his stats. Uh Again, the stats may not be great for all of us to look at right now, but I mean, you take Mr. Anthony Richardson's stats: forty-one and seventy-two, seven hundred four four hundred seventy-nine yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Not bad. And for uh, Ryan Tannehill, sixty-two, sixty-seven for one hundred and eight, seven hundred eighty-eight yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. This is probably the Achilles heel for Tennessee, this guy. Now, I don't know what they can do. I don't know what they can do to trade Tannehill or to to have help him see the football field better. Hopkins is there. Uh, he's supposed to be a, a great help for Tannehill, but... He doesn't have a touchdown yet. So you have Zach Moss for the Colts running game, uh, 66 carries, 280 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Derrick Henry is 73 carries, 285 yards, two touchdowns. You know, he's going to get hurt again. He's going to bust that other knee in the ACL. I'm sorry if I jinxed the whole thing, but... To tell you the truth, if if Tannehill can't find his receivers, or you rely too much on on Derrick Henry, that 
your season's going to go downhill. That's what happened to me two years ago when I picked Derrick Henry on my team. He had went down with ACL. Um, he blew his knee. I think it was, yeah, it was two years ago. And uh, that was it for my team. I was, I was on a rampage. I could have won it. Could have won the league. They ran him too much. He blew his ACL. I'm upset by it. I don't want to think about that season. Turned into be third place, not first. Not good. All right, folks. So to keep this moving on, I got 60 minutes in right now. To keep this moving on, we're going to go talk about the Giants and the Dolphins. I guess I have to because it's going to be a landslide. And the Giants have no, no, no help. They, I just feel, I feel that the Giants quarterback, Mr. Daniel Jones, I saw that game. I watched that game. He looks like he, the rookie quarterback again, and he looks like he doesn't recognize the nickel or the down, whatever defense that the, 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 the other team throws at him, and he just throws it away. Or he keeps the ball in his hands and doesn't throw the ball. When he's out of the pocket, he's going to get hurt. I'm sorry to tell you he's going to get hurt. I don't want him to get hurt. He's signing a huge contract, $40 million for like four or three years, and I don't know why they did that for New York Giants. It's not good. Again, uh, Miami's quarterback, uh, Tua, if I'm pronouncing that, he's phenomenal, 97 for 136, 1,306 yards, Nine touchdowns, three interceptions. His interception stuff might catch up to him because during the playoffs, you throw those interceptions in the wrong place, wrong time. That could cost you the game and it cost you the playoff game in itself. And to tell you the truth, if if uh, towards the end of the year, if they're not in that, if they if they win the division, they win the outright. They, they won't have to worry about it. But if you have to play against the Bills in the playoffs in the first week, you might be in a situation where both quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Tui, will throw more interceptions than touchdowns. That's my prediction. I don't know why I'm saying that now. That's a prediction. Um, I, don't know why, I don't know why Daniel Jones has the most rushing yards for the Giants. Uh, Barkley isn't playing. I don't know why people are, you know, if you're in a suicide pool where you only have to pick a game or, or you only get the opportunity to pick one game, I would pick this game. If you're in a suicide pool, pick Miami. Might, some people might say it's a waste of pick, but in a suicide pool, you can only pick one, t one team per the whole year. And then you move on to the next team. This is the game that you want to pick. All right. Um, Tyreek Hill, 
Four touchdowns, 29 receptions, 470 yards. He's the man. He should be MVP for doing it with everybody. Uh, let me tell you what. Tyreek Hill makes all quarterbacks look good. Because even Mahomes in, in Kansas City doesn't look good. And he, did, he doesn't have a guy that can get open. Not enough speed, I guess. So, ooh, 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 let's go. Let's see, what's this thing doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go to the next game. This is very amateur-like. I'm sorry. Uh, Saints, Panthers. We got, what else could I say? The Patriots don't have a quarterback. Matt Jones is not the man. Belichick, you had a, a two quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Drew Brees, and then those two guys made it look super easy, and you became the genius coach of all time. But now you have to have an average quarterback who does average things. Uh, the over-under is 39 points. New England, they have them winning by one point. You know, I really don't know why. I I think Carr is a lot better than Mac Jones, and I don't know why you're... If you're picking the Patriots at home, good luck. Well, ESPN has them 53% chance winning this game for the Patriots. Uh, Derek Carr's two touchdowns, two interceptions, 80 for 124, 763 yards. Mac Jones, 93 for 146, 800, 898 yards, five touchdowns, four interceptions. So it seems like the Patriots winning the game, but not at home yet, changed things a little bit. But that interception ratio, touchdown ratio, it's what's going to kill the Patriots in this game. I pick Saints all the way. I'm not believing ESPN or covers. Uh, again, I think the only reason why the Patriots might be a little slightly above is because they have Tyreek Hill. Nope. What's his name? What's his name? The running back for the Saints. His name is Tyson Hill. Jeez, can't even pronounce that right. 21 yards, which I don't understand what that means for a quarterback that comes in and does that wildcat offense stuff. I think they need a to they they need the Saints need a trade for a running back because Camara. I don't know what he's at. I don't know what he's doing. So. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, we'll go to the next game. We'll go here. The Ravens and the Steelers. I think the Ravens is going to win this game. Clearly 38 over under. That's what it is. Baltimore, four and a half point spread. They need to win by five points for all of you. First-time gamblers out there. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that the Steelers have a chance this year to do anything. 
solely because of of Pickett's injuries. I know they have a couple other backup quarterbacks, but I think Pickett is the best chance to win any of these games. Lamar Jackson is 78 for 105, 794 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. One of those touchdowns is a rushing touchdown. Well, clearly that's not true at all. Four of the touchdowns are rushing touchdowns, zero for passing, and one interception for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson might be might be the Achilles heel for Baltimore simply because they can't they seem to not be able to throw the football. I mean everyone's picking them to win a Super Bowl. I don't know why they are. I don't think they're that good. I don't even think their wide receivers are that great. Uh, their best receiver is Flowers for 24 receptions, 244 yards. That's kind of unique. Uh, I think, I just think Baltimore is overrated. I think when they have to play against Miami, they have to play against the uh, Buffalo Bills or even Detroit Lions, I think Detroit could beat them. I think if you can get, you can wrap up the wide receivers for Baltimore and keep an eye on Lamar Jackson, I think I think you can stop Lamar Jackson. I, I don't think he's that. I just think his accuracy and his, the way that he throws a ball, he throws a 30-yard pass the same way as hard as he throws a 7-yard pass. I really do. And I think that, I think someone should teach him how to throw a baseball because I think that would help him out understanding the velocity and how hard and how soft you have to throw the football. I really think baseball would be great for him as a as a sometime during the year or sometime during the off season. Take him to the bullpen, show him that you got 99 mile hour fastball and then you have a 87 mile hour change up by how you grip the ball. I think it would help him out tremendously. Uh, next game I'm going to go through as I, this is my my apple is a little slow right now. I don't know why. Um, the Eagles and the Rams. You know, this is going to be a good game. It's probably the game of the week. Uh, over under is 50 points. Philly for four and a half, four points. Sure, on FanDuel, it'd be like four and a half. Um, Matthew Stafford, old Detroit Lion, Super Bowl champion. Um, he's doing it with his rookie court, uh, his, his rookie wide receivers. So that's pretty good. I mean, Cooper Cup isn't playing right now. He's injured. I don't even think he's coming back this year. Um, So Matthew Stafford has got 103 for 166, 1,229 yards, three touchdowns, five interceptions. That's kind of the MO for for Matthew Stafford. He he's a risk taker. He throws the ball in the 
he just throws the ball where he's not supposed to. Um, you don't have a Calvin Johnson on your team no more. He, Cooper Cup is hurt. I think this is going to be the downfall of Matthew Stafford. I think his career will tendingly be over by next year. I don't see him sticking around that long, much longer. Uh, Jalen Hurts, it's a different story. Smart kid, 88 for a 130, 959 yards, less yards, but five touchdowns, three interceptions. A little, little bit of the same of Matthew Stafford, but Jalen Hurts seems to be a little bit smarter. We're not throwing the ball into a covering, a coverage that that is easily kind of get picked off. Uh, an old Detroit Lion player, Swift, is 59 carries, 364 yards, two touchdowns. Didn't do much last week. Um. I'm happy for Swift. I wish he didn't have that. Um, uh, I wish he didn't think that we had a bad rap about him as a as a Detroit Lions running back. I think he got a lot of his feelings hurt watching Hard Knocks. Uh, it's all about editing, kid. Uh, they can edit things, make you look like you're disgruntled, make you look like you're disturbed or frustrated. You probably was one of those guys who were smiling the most. Um, K, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go through, um, Kyrene Williams. He is a sixth rounder, fifth rounder, 2022 draft pick. 64 carries, 245 yards, five touchdowns. What does that say, folks? It says this kid knows how to run with the football. And this might make Matthew Stafford's career last longer. Now that I see that. But, again, don't put your money on Matthew Stafford because those interceptions will, will make your fantasy football team worse. It just will. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, you know what? We're going to go talk about... Oh, wait. I think I missed a game. Arizona against the Cincinnati Bengals. What is going on in Cincinnati, folks? The Bengals are 1-3, and 0-2 at home. The Arizona are 1-3, and 1-1 one and one at home. Two bad teams. Two bad teams, but one team has... Incredible talent. Uh, Joe Burrow is hurt. I think his knee or something's going on. They probably need to sit him out for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, his leg. So Joe Burrow is 87 for 157, 728 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Those interceptions always come around the bad time for Joe Burrow. Uh, Dobbs 87 for. 123, 814 yards, four touchdowns. Mixon, the running back for Cincinnati, 59 carries, 247 yards, one touchdown. And then you got Con Connor, an old Bears player, 
64 carries, 318 yards, two touchdowns. So this game is going to be closer than it should be. But they have Cincinnati winning 64% chance to win, which I don't agree. I think that should be lower to be like 54% chance for Cincinnati to win. I think this game is going to be a lot closer. I think Joe Barrow is going to be hurt. And we have a touchdown. No. I'm watching football. I'm watching college football as I speak. So I'm sorry. Uh, we'll go here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I got to find my next game. Because uh, I'm being really unorganized and really uh, amateur. Like, uh, let's see, the Jets and the Broncos. I'm not going to talk about this game. Both for one and three. Zach Wilson fighting for his life, for his career. Russell Wilson for the Broncos. I think it's done. It's over. If I were you guys. I would stay away from this game if you're doing any parlays or anything. I don't, maybe do the over, I don't, I don't know what you guys do with this game, but don't touch it. Do not touch that game. Then we have Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, man, I'm telling you. He's lucky he has Jefferson on his team because if he didn't, that team would be a lot worse. They finally won a game. They are playing against Mahomes. It's a way game for Mahomes, but this game should be a lot of fun, a lot of scoring, a lot of points. Uh, Kelsey's back, bigger and stronger than ever. So they have Kansas City for only three and a half points. With only over under is 52.6. That's going to be. I don't think either of these teams are going to score 52 points together. Well, the problem is here. Like, here's the issue the Chiefs don't even have a running game. They do, but, but, but they don't. Because Picacho or. Can't pronounce that guy's name. I wish Sean was here. So, the the running back for for Kansas City is he gonna be hot again or is it gonna be cold? I can't tell you. The Vikings running game, that's gonna be a question and a half. You get rid of Cook. This is what happens, folks. You get rid of Coke. Cook, not Coke. Cook. Look, Pachio, Pachaco, 55 carries, 270 yards, two touchdowns. And then Madison, 56 carries, 250 yards. He's not doing much. I don't know why they got rid of Cook. That's stupid. Uh, Cousins got 11 touchdowns, though, for four interceptions. So that's that's highly questionable. 
Cousins, I don't see it. Jefferson's got 333 receptions, 543 yards, and three touchdowns. But to tell you the truth, 68% Kansas City, 31% Minnesota. This game is going to be a good game. I think Kansas City is going to win. I think Cousins is going to probably throw to me interceptions. Or I think that it's going to be what's going to turn out to be is a it's going to be a turnover game. Both teams will give up the ball. Um, San Francisco. Is hosting, are they hosting that game? Hosting the Dallas Cowboys? Let me check. Yes. Sunday night football. The game of the week. San Fran and Dallas. Can Prescott stay away from throwing interceptions to give the Dallas Cowboys a chance to win? That is a question to be answered when we watch it. But it is very, very important for Prescott to not give San Fran the ball because the San Fran has an opportunity. They're going to demolish you guys. It's going to be a very close game if Dallas does not throw interceptions or turnovers. Uh, 4-0, 2 at home for... San Fran, 3-1, one 1-1 at, at the road. Um, Pollard is my favorite underdog running back of all time. I love Pollard. He's my man. I love him. He's got 73 carries, 311 yards, two touchdowns. McCaffrey, 80 carries, 459 yards, six touchdowns. Prescott. 97 for 136, 908 yards, one interception. Prudy, five touchdowns, 81 for 112, 1,019 yards. There you go. I do see this game not to be picked at all either. I would tell you this. If I would pick this game to do anything, I would pick Prudy, two touchdowns, McAfee, maybe like 60 yards total. And I would probably pick Prescott for only one touchdown. That's what I would do on FanDuel. So... We have one more game. The Green Bay Packers against the Las Vegas Raiders. One and three and two and two. Jordan Love isn't as bad as a quarterback as we thought he would be. That's for sure. Um, Monday Night Football for that game. 
um, and ABC um, Jordan Love 74 for 132 90 901 yards eight touchdowns three interceptions I see that interception coming down more when he gets used to playing in the NFL. Uh, I don't see him to be like Lamar Jackson making the same mistakes. Uh, Garoppolo is 64 for 94 for 709 yards, five touchdowns, six interceptions. Same old story about Garoppolo. I don't know why he's so bad, but he's bad. He's just not good. He's got he's got a good team, I think. I mean, he's got who he's got Adams, Dante Adams, three touchdowns, thirty-three receptions, three hundred ninety-seven yards. If you're not stop throwing interceptions, Garoppolo. Rushing, they have Dilton for 44 yards, 119 yards per, I mean, he's got 118 yards total. Uh, Jacob, 6'2", carries, 166, 20 yards, one touchdown. There you go. That's probably one of my weakest podcasts I've ever done in my whole life. I was more prepared to have Sean on the show. But I never had to talk so much. So thank you for listening to my podcast. I didn't go through college football. Uh, I kind of decided not to because they're on right now. So I think referencing the games that are already played is kind of dumb. But maybe I will next time. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Thank you, everybody out there that did my, um, um, listen to my podcast. Um, Podbean, I'd like to thank you for that as well. Peace and love and happiness for all you all. It's a crazy Drake podcast show. I promise it'll be better next time.